Welcome back to the Life School Masterclass Show, a place where visionary leaders build a life and business legacy on purpose through mindset, branding, marketing, sales, systems, and team so they can make an amazing impact and income and positively affect their communities worldwide. Ensure that you are sharing the show, you're subscribing, and you also are leaving us a review so we can create more amazing content around those areas to help you level up to the next level and also bring amazing guest experts that can share their knowledge and expertise with you so that you can create amazing legacy. All right, Purpose Driven Company Builders, welcome back to another show and another amazing conversation. Today, we're going to talk about the fundamentals of growing a nonprofit company. I know a lot of us or a lot of you that watch this show are purpose driven, meaning that uh, through the vocation of, of entrepreneurship, you would also like to contribute towards causes that you care about. So you might have a nonprofit alongside your actual company, or you just might be nonprofit founders as well. So I am so excited to have my guest today, an expert actually, uh, that's going to share with us some of the fundamentals to grow in a nonprofit company, Carmen Booker. Carmen, thank you so much for coming on. I had such an amazing connection with you in alignment with so many beautiful things. I'm so grateful that I get you to um, come on our show and share some of these important um, information for a lot of our, our listeners today. Okay, thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you for coming in. So Carmen, can we maybe start with an introduction? Can you share some of the most meaningful moments that led you to the work you're doing today? Okay, yes. Well, I have my own business consulting firm called Comfy Perfect Professional Services, and we're located in Maryland, but we have clients in different states. So what I do specifically is I establish corporations, LLCs, and a lot of nonprofit organizations. We help nonprofits get their federal and state tax exemption status and get funding for their programs and services. And I also develop policies and procedure manuals for nonprofits and help them with board development training. And I write and review contracts and do trademark registrations to protect your business name and logo on a national level. So mm -hmm. I've had my business consulting firm for about 28 years now. 28 really, years I, in this space. I really, Yes, I really enjoy helping people realize their dream of starting a business in a nonprofit organization. Absolutely. But how did you get into this work 28 years ago, I'm assuming now? Wow, that's over like three decades. How did yes. you get into this work? <laughs> Well, I was inspired by my dad to attend law school, so I did. Mm -hmm. And uh, after that, I worked for a few companies, but then I wanted to start my own business, and he encouraged me to do that. So in 1994, I took a leap of faith and started doing this full time. Wow. So he was an inspiration to your dad uh, to get into this field, and then you ventured out as an entrepreneur. You worked for a few companies, and then you ventured out as an entrepreneur. How many yeah. years now? 28. 20, oh, 28 years you've actually been on your own. That yeah. is, that's beautiful. That's impressive. I'll definitely ask you for some advice uh, for other entrepreneurs on, you know, 
lessons you learned as an entrepreneur, but also some success tips. So I think that's very insightful that you've been in this journey for over three decades. Thank so you. let's dive into the topic today, Carmen. Uh, where do we start? What are the fundamentals of growing a nonprofit company based on your experience? Okay, the fundamentals are, first of all, you need to come with a mission. What exactly is the mission for the nonprofit organization? What is it aiming to do? Who is it aiming to help? Are you aiming to help youth or senior citizens or women? So you need to determine your mission and your vision. You also need to select committed board members. Board members make managerial decisions regarding the nonprofit organization. So it's important to have committed people on your board. I recommend that you have at least five people on the board of directors. Because when you have a board of directors meeting, you have to take Minnesota's meetings and you have to vote on issues. And the majority of your vote carries. So in order to have a good quorum, you need to have a minimum of five board of directors. Okay. Mm, and so then, then board of directors, great. Mm -hmm. Yes, absolutely. Mm -hmm. But the board of directors need to be a working board, meaning that they need to actually support not only in word, but in, in actuality, financially, to the nonprofit organization and tap into their own specific and individual networks of people that they know who can help support the vision of the nonprofit organization. And board of directors need to be assessed, I would say, yearly to see how they're doing and what can be improved. And that will help the overall efficiency of the nonprofit organization. I love that. So uh, you mentioned five board directors. That is the the, the recommended number yes, of people. Is that what it is? That really believe in that vision and mission of the cause. That's right. Um, foundation uh, that the you know this entity is here to support. Yes, Part. absolutely. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Perfect. And what are some other things, Carmen? Um, I guess. Well, legal wise, right? You just file it um, and it gets approved and all of that. So let's move a little bit beyond this aspect. So how about actually ensuring that uh, the nonprofit is actually contributing towards the cause? So how do we create, how do we align the right people with our nonprofit foundation? How do we create funds? How do we um, create the income that we need so we can contribute it towards a certain cause? Okay, well, it's not, it all centers around planning. You have to have a fundraising plan. And I have a book entitled Fundraising for Nonprofits, where I give you over 15 different fundraising ideas that you can use and implement. And it also has a fundraising plan in it. So that's part of a seven book bundle that I offer because I also offer books on board governance, how to select and get committed board members, how to have effective board member meetings, the nonprofit sample templates, which contains different templates pertaining to uh, thanking your donors, sample press release, uh, sample volunteer application, volunteer agreement. Same with the board members. I would suggest that board members sign an agreement as well. So that, those are some of the books I have. But then I have books on how to host successful fundraising events because a lot of nonprofit organizations host fundraising events, but they're not necessarily successful because they're lacking key ingredients. 
Yeah, absolutely. And that's actually, I'm so glad you put those resources together because yeah, a lot of people are missing the information around how do we fundraise? What are some of those tried and true methods that work? So if you can share with us some of those um, that you have probably, you know, obviously you have, you have the book and people can go dive into the book a little bit deeper, but if you could, sh if you could share with us some strategies that would help um, in the fundraising aspect of things as well. Okay, yes. One, one fundraising tip is to have a newsletter and get people to advertise in the newsletter. That's a way of a fundraising tip. And then when you have fundraising events, get corporate sponsors. There are a lot of companies out there that really want to support nonprofit organizations and their causes. So you can offer, you can have a fundraising event, get corporate sponsors, and they will pay you thousands of dollars to promote their products and services at your events. So that's key and critical. And you have to have a corporate sponsorship kit, meaning a letter going out to the company let them know what you do, how it benefits the population that you serve, and how they can benefit from being a corporate sponsor at your fundraising event. Mm -hmm. And so that's happening a lot. And there are over 70,000 private foundations out there that give money to support nonprofit causes. Mm. And what is the what is the uh, guest buy-in from the bigger corporations to invest or to raise funds or to to uh, give funds to nonprofit organizations that support a certain cause? Based on your experience. Okay, what's the question again? What is the buy-in from the bigger corporations to support nonprofits and their okay. causes? Okay, well, not the key is to target companies that support uh, who show some degree of support of your vision, your mission. Say, mm -hmm. for example, you're offering tutoring services to economically disadvantaged kids. And there's a company out there that supports that kind of thing. So you reach out to that company. So the key is not just to just do a blanket corporate sponsorship letter to everybody, all the companies, but find specific companies that align to your mission and vision and send those letters out to them. And in my book, Corporate Sponsorship Book, I have the templates in the book that you can use and send to these companies. Mm. That's amazing. So yeah, I mean, that makes sense, right? Just like anything in, in a for-profit business, targeting is having the, clar the clarity around the right people that you want right. to align with is important. And it sounds like it's the same for nonprofit. Absolutely. Uh, alignment as well people that are already contributing towards those causes so finding those companies that would be able to support and what about the events uh carmen how do we can you share some tips around um running a successful fundraising event that people can walk away with okay well first of all you need to see how much money you want to put toward the fundraising event how much money you're trying to raise so that's definitely key in your budget then you need to also use people who can help facilitate the fundraising process, whether they're volunteers or consultants. You can also use a tactic of raffle if someone, you can raffle off a TV or a computer or an iPhone, for example, to get people involved and motivated. 
So those are some things, but I can go into greater detail, of course, in the books. So people can go to my website, compuperfect.net, and click on the nonprofit book bundle and get a lot of good comprehensive information. Absolutely. We'll definitely drive people to your books as we raise more awareness and education around this for sure. And my other question for you, Carmen, would be around... Um, I know we have a lot of, well, I have the same thing going on where I have a for-profit, my company that mm -hmm. generates revenue and then my nonprofit. Mm -hmm. How do we align both companies together or is there a way to align both companies together so that we are actually putting in the right energy for to grow both alongside each other so that it really feeds into the mission of the nonprofit, but also into the vision and mission of the for-profit. Do you have any tips for that? Okay, yes. Well, first, you need to have two separate entities, a for-profit and a nonprofit, and keep separate records, bank accounts, the whole nine yards. You cannot co-mingle funds. Now, a for-profit business can support any nonprofit organization that they desire to do so, and it would be a business deduction write-off on the uh, corporate taxes of the entity, or the business taxes. It may be an LLC. So that can be done. So you, with you, you have a for-profit and a non-profit organization. So you can funnel funds from your for-profit into your non-profit organization. But you need to have a, an actual fundraising plan in order to be your non-profit to be sustained financially for the short term and long term. So if that's not in place, that needs to be done immediately. Mm -hmm. And then you're going to revise it as time goes on because your goals are going to change over time. So the key is to have a written plan. Look at it, revise as needed, and continue to move on and move forward. Yeah, it seems like uh, clarity on the alignment for both, how to actually align both of them, but also have a clear strategy for the growth of both companies, sounds like. Because it yeah. is two entities and two companies, so that makes yes. sense. But uh, yeah, being clear about each of those is very helpful as well. Well, thank you so much, Carmen. I really appreciate all the information that you gave a lot of the entre entrepreneurs and CEOs that listen to the show. And uh, I had that final question for you. If you can share one lesson that you have learned in building your company and also one success tip for someone listening today. Okay, yes, it's very important to have a written marketing plan and reach out to people who will support your organization. Me personally, I have established a lot of referral partnerships and that's key and critical in terms of marketing and getting out there, exposing your company and getting clients. So that's a great tip that I would like to share with people. Mm. Reach out to your connections and refer them to people within your network that can use their services as well. So it'd be a win-win situation. Yeah. Definitely great tip. Um, it takes a village, right? So yes. having uh, referral partners around you is really important as well. Yes. Um, mm -hmm. Love that. Well, thank you so much, Carmen, again. And where is it that people can find all these resources you mentioned, your books and everything? Okay, yes. They can go to my website, which is compu, C-O-M-P-U, compuperfect.net. That's compuperfect.net. All right. Well, there you go. You have the website right on the bottom and all the books are found there. I'm definitely going to go check out and get a few of your books as I also ensure that my nonprofit is also growing daily 
with all the amazing mission and the work that we do. And I want to thank you for your time and all the information that you shared with us. Thanks so thank much. You. Thank you. And I will see you next time with another amazing guest and interview. You know where to find our show, all our social media channels, also major podcast platforms. Thanks so much for tuning in. I'll see you next time. Bye, everybody. Bye-bye. Company, and we care about doing more good in the world and serving our global communities. Our foundation, the Life School Mission Foundation, serves young girls and women that have um, don't have access to technology, that don't have access to education that they need, and also are living in toxic environments, get more resources around those areas of self-leadership, entrepreneurship, and entrepreneurship. Please help support our foundation by donating so that we can support more amazing souls. For every client or student that comes through the life school, we pay back the same service. We give that back to one young woman or a young girl so that we can help support them in those three areas. If you'd like to make any donations, check out our website at Lona Lopari Coaching slash the Life School Mission Foundation or send us an email at lifeschoolmission at gmail.com. We appreciate your support in this very important cause.